I assume that you you probably usually don't read the scripts that you're not. I know you don't watch the movies you're not in. But I assume you don't read the scripts. You're not in. <laughs> I um you know what last season I did not read when I was watching I was watching like an audience I kind of didn't read the scripts that I wasn't in because you know what usually as an actress I'll read the script because you find clues to your character where they're like oh Jennifer let's say my character's name is Julia Julia's so moody and remember when she killed her little brother when yeah. she was five that's where you look at the script to look yeah. for clues for your character but because of this there's the parallel storylines. There's the story with the kids and then there's the Nika Tiffany story. So Very I true. felt like I didn't really need to read those script. Maybe I'm just lazy. I don't know, but no, I would always I, hear them in, in the, uh, the I, I, I love to wait until they have the staged reading and then you hear everybody reading and it's just yeah. super fun. because And amazing. it does make the show, it does make watching the show more fun, you know? Well, it, it's it really kind does. of like a surprise sometimes if you show up and you don't know what's been going on with the other, other characters and your character doesn't know what's going on with him, but you don't know either. So it kind of makes it um, challenging, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I do the same thing. If I don't have to read it, yeah. I don't. Um, mm -hmm. Because I, I, like you said, I want to watch it when it's done and enjoy yeah. the audience member. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder how you feel about um, Tiffany's affection for Nika over Chucky. I love that when I read it, that script where she's playing poker and then she talks about her dreams for them to go to Hackensack because the saints watch over everybody and Hackensack even unconventional couples like me and you I felt like it was very touching it was horrifying and Nika's like this is horrifying but I felt like she's you know I've been watching a lot of The Bachelor and he's always like you need to open up and be vulnerable to me oh so, so he can kick him in the teeth and I felt like Tiffany's opening up and she's being vulnerable because she hasn't been treated very well a lot of times in the past and she's falling in love with Nika but she feels like Nika feels the same and so she feels because Nika's a woman and I think Nika's probably been kind to her probably out of necessity <laughs> but she feels like Nika is somebody that she can confide in and that Nika will be just as happy with his plan as her and then it's just kind of a shock how she clocks her in the back of the head with the frying pan. At the end of the the season, the last episode, which was so horrifying, and I, I'm assuming everyone has seen it, so I'm just going to, yeah. spoiler alert, where she cuts off Nika's arms and legs. I mean, it was, it was pretty chilling. And when I was on the set and Fiona screamed, the hair was standing up on my arms because she's like, such an amazing actress i bet both of you in that scene i think mm. that was you know one of the most compelling intense moments of the entire season i think the, how i could get through yeah. it is that tiffany just thought like she'd solved a problem like you know where you clip a butterfly's wings or you know you're like you're an indoor cat and you take off their little claws you know but uh the next morning i woke up and all my fans had turned on me. They were like on Twitter, good morning to everyone, except Jennifer Tilly. I'm like, hey, hey, I didn't write it. And they're like, how could you do that? How could Tiffany do that to Nika? Because they were emotionally invested in our relationship, which is very strange, but they were. And I think that the way that Don wrote it, there was really a strange beauty in this love affair which probably Nika would not call a love affair, but it was really 
uh, a strange beauty. And what I loved about the Chucky series is that, you know, a lot of times before, I'm very campy. I like to come in and wear my high heels. I sashay, I make jokes as Tiffany. But that he got to expand everybody's character and explore all these different storylines that he wanted because he had eight episodes. And I felt like the things that he brought into Tiffany was... Um, just really kind of wonderful for me to expand the way that I was approaching this character. And I really loved that he did that. In fact, I think I thanked him. I didn't want to thank him too much because I want Don to think I'm doing him a favor to keep doing his show. But really, he's doing me a wonderful favor to keep me around and write this amazing part for me. And I just feel like I'm so lucky that Don thinks that Tiffany is very important to the franchise. You know, I, I love going in. I love going to Toronto, love working with you guys. And, and the writing is so good. I'm just very proud of what we've accomplished. We are too. And we're, and we're so, you know, grateful and happy that you feel that way. Cause we mm -hmm. love working. Yeah. The time I want to do I want to have scenes with you guys because I don't think we've really had me too well, you and I had a, a I'm, I'm pointing at you I'm pointing at Alex on the bottom <laughs> of the screen yeah. Alex and I had a short scene which was very good but I don't think I yeah. have any scenes yeah. with you Christine right no, no we, keep, we keep getting like almost in a scene together you right, know right, that, right. that phone call in Cult of Chucky I mean mm -hmm. I I, there's a few things that I get to take a little bit of hey. credit from. I never steal any from Don, but that I did kind of bring that up to him that Andy and, and Tiffany needed to cross paths at some point. And that right. led to that phone call and led right. to the real experience of me sitting in the back of that car right. with you, which was very so, nice of you. You yeah, didn't have to do that. Yeah. Me too, so it was, it was cool. That's what they said in the in the documentary, the Chucky documentary. I did an interview before. They they said, "Oh, you know, it wasn't originally in that, but Don realized that people wanted to see the two OGs interacting, and so that's where he, where he put that in." And then I was happy because that gave me because I said, "Oh, I was only in two scenes in Call to Check," and they go three three, and I was like, "I what?" And they go, "Oh yes, the, the phone call." It's so funny because they they were doing. A documentary about all the movies and some of them were so long ago they would bring up stuff that happened and I kind of I kind of couldn't remember what happened and it started bringing me way back like oh right yes that happened and this um yeah they were there it was it it's really interesting because a lot of times the fans know so much about the characters and then I get like a little bit they'll like they'll say a line to me I'll say god that line sounds really weird and then they're like oh you don't remember you said that you know way back in 2007 in Seed of Chucky and I'm like oh that's why it's not familiar because they think I'll recognize the lines but I forget my lines as soon as I finished saying them and sometimes before <laughs> you know it's funny on that I did that documentary too and they had mm -hmm. me repeat they gave me a bunch of lines yes me too and they gave me lines that definitely were not Kyle lines yeah they gave me some lines that because I know I've said some lines in the movie that I consider to be very iconic. And they were like, oh, we want you to do these lines that they thought were iconic. But some of the lines I thought were very iconic were not in there. And so it was interesting what they thought were important lines or people would remember from Tiffany as opposed to what I think people would remember. Yeah, exact same experience for me when I did that documentary with those guys too. It's good when we have different documentaries coming out, like uh, Tony Gardner's daughter is doing one from her point of view, growing up with Chucky yeah. and, you know, and sort of being on the outskirts of the whole Chucky experience. And then these people, it looks like it's very, they did a lot of intensive research and it's yeah. going, and they, they got all like the, the co-stars, like the, um, 
the guy, they interviewed the guy who played my chauffeur and they interviewed the best friend from Bride of Chucky, like pretty much interviewed everybody. And then I think Don was talking about that he might want to do a documentary, which would probably be the ultimate Chucky documentary because he has all this footage, like the footage that you uh, posted. Uh, uh, the video uh, that I, the video that, that, uh, you posted. that I posted. Well, Don <laughs> gave it to me. I didn't know. Okay, but I posted, I was like, this, the, this deserves to be seen where you're a little can you're like where's Don Don and then you're running and Christine's in it too like Don's over there and then you run and you jump up on Donnie's twirling around like whoa whoa just so funny just it's incredible I have like 27 minutes of that and Don has like 27 hours of it somewhere Right, right I would love to see Don Mancini, like maybe if he ever gets a break from turning out new Chucky content, he can make the ultimate Chucky documentary. Because there's a lot of interviews uh, that we've all done and, you know, along along the years, like I just love, I I love to go back in the past, like Christine, I love to see the stuff that you post about, you know, where you're promoting or behind the scenes stuff from old Chucky movies. And it's just like, I mean, there's just so much there. you know yeah. and we're making more all the time now it's chucky always comes back and so he always comes back yeah i'm i'm so i'm dieting up a storm i was like nobody wants a chubby tiffany it's uh, like oh but that cake looks really good i'm like no <laughs> drop the cake drop the cake <laughs> you can't always rely on extra strong spanks though you love sweets though too you really- but i love you puts that in the line <laughs> like in the chucky movie i go my mom said, don't ever let a man cock block you from what you like to do. And I like to eat. <laughs> I love that. I love and, all those lines that you've And if Fiona improvised, she goes, okay, well, all right. Do you want to be a fat pig? <laughs> so I love working with Fiona because she's super good at improvising. So if I'm a little loosey goosey with the script, she'll come right back at me, you know, and just kind of like jump in there. And she's she's right there. It's like just such a joy to work with such good actors. You're such a pro at that too. I I, I think I remember you saying, and I think it's true. I want to ask you that. The kiss with uh, Devin Sawa. Didn't you just surprise him with that and just do that? Well, I kind no, I kind of did. Because we don't have, that was our only scene together. And, you know, I think Devin's hot. (laughs) You know, in in a purely like intellectual way, the way you can look at the Venus de Milo and say, you know, that's a beautiful woman. So um, I had the scene where I come up and I'm trying to create an impression in his um, son's mind that we have something going on. And it just said that I go up and I whisper, uh, I'm so sorry for your loss. And then I think it might have said I kiss him on the cheek or whatever, but maybe just said I whisper. And so I went up and I did the first scene, the first take, and my mouth kind of hovered near his mouth. And I thought, oh, it'd be really good if she kisses him on the lips. But, you know, I don't want to terrify my fellow, sexually harass my fellow co-stars. But because I had the hint of that in the first scene, then the director goes, Jennifer, I think you should kiss him. And I was like, you know what? I thought I should do that too. <laughs> so it was really, I, I just felt like it was a very, very sort of powerful, like a uh, creepy kind of gothic 
weird romantic image, especially because they didn't know each other. And it was cracked me up because um, one of the um, one of the uh, costume people took a picture of the screen. And when you have the screenshot, I'm like, all oh, like, oh. and his eyes are <laughs> like staring straight ahead. Like, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> but he's like, you know, he's playing, he's in shock that his mom died. But his eyes are wide open like that one back. So that would always kiss with his eyes open. He was like, what's going on? So, uh, but then I, I hated, you know, in looping. And this is kept, some of these things came from the studio. Because remember when the kids are riding the bike through the, the four, they're like, we were gonna we've got to get to this place before dawn i said that was looped right and then I, they were like well yeah the studio felt like where are they going it's like it doesn't matter where they're dying they're exuberant i love them so much if they just end up in that overpass looking watching the sun come up not like they had a plan like first we'll kill chucky and then we'll go to bicycle to this place and watch the sun come up a little bit with television kind of pandemic so uh, pedantic so when I watched it I was horrified because I went in I did my own looping I guess they thought that because I just basically brushed his lips it was very sexy they had a loop group where somebody came in and went oh, okay. <laughs> That's out. I was like Don why did you do that and he was like kind of embarrassed he goes oh you know the studio kind of thought we needed it it's like bring me back in I go she's not gonna make a big loud smacking noise she's a femme fatale they never make smacking noises when they kiss people and it's like it wasn't um it was like where you I just basically touched his lips and walked away it kind of spoiled the mood a little bit yeah it's like you know who makes smacking noises seven-year-olds that have to kiss their great aunt like kiss <laughs> great aunt Sadie <laughs> I, yeah, I do not want to kiss my dog's head you know yeah yeah, yeah. but not when you're kissing hot Devon Sawa you don't make a big <laughs> loud smacking noise you know what the thing is it's like I think it's nice you've got the kids and then it's nice to have the grown-up actors doing grown-up actor things you know it's, it's a really nice balance yeah like oh my god that scene where you guys came in and you're like does it you have a Chucky doll here let me see and you're both like blam 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 that was like the most badass way to start an episode the thing that's great about Chucky the tone shifting all the time. You've got the dirty Harry. You guys are dirty Harry and dirty Harriet. Then you've got the kids, and that's like uh, call my name, like the 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 romantic. And then it's a little bit like bring it on, like a cheerleader movie, like or a clueless, like the high school film. And then you have like Bound or Carol, which is with me and Nika. You have all these different, and the styles are all different, but they somehow all come together. Yeah. Well, it comes down to, in part, I'm sure, how Don just has such wide taste of films and has yes. knows so many films, knows has knows inner work workings and details of like everything. He could quote the backs of VHS covers, I'm sure. Right. Know? Yeah, he's like he's like Quentin Tar like Tarantino in that way, that he has yeah. all these references and these obscure references and he puts them in his films. You know, you'll yeah. see the homages to different films and all all of his work and I remember a seat of Chucky drove he drove he flew all the way to Italy to convince Pino Donaggio to do the score because Pino Donaggio used to do the score for all the Brian De Palma films and he just really was a huge fan of his and he managed to talk Pino Donaggio into coming out of retirement to score a seat of Chucky wow incredible and, and we know he's a big Brian De Palma fan uh, yes yes he yeah references him a lot his work yeah. a lot in this show also yeah 
We have had you for so long already, but I want to ask one or two mm. more quick questions of you. And I'm th- Alex has a couple too, but I'm trying to make it quick. I, first of all, I'm a big fan. I, 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 I love you on Modern Family. Oh, thank you. Um, there's that line where you say you're trying to break the tension uh, at the table, uh, which every time I've seen it 15 times and I literally laugh out loud every time you say I'm trying to break the tension. At the, you're announcing that you're going to go to Costa Rica. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, when I was on Modern Family, first of all, I hadn't worked for quite a while because I was sort of semi retired when Don like called me up and, you know, on my phone. <laughs> when he called me on his cell phone, mm-hmm. I was sort of, I hadn't worked for a, a long time and I got offered this part on Modern Family and, you know, it's mostly playing poker. And so I went in, it was with Chas Pomoncherry, who I love, my co star on Bullets Over Broadway. And I went in and I was nervous and, you know, you do the, the rehearsal, it's kind of a blocking rehearsal. You're at half speed. You're not doing it the way you're going to do it. And I did my lines and the crew all laughed. And all of a sudden I just felt all buoyed. Me and Chaz were great together. And I thought, I know how to do this. It's not, you don't lose your skill just because you, you know, leaned fallow for a few years. So I go to my dressing room. I'm really happy. And I had a thing that I was going to do on that line, which I thought was going to be really funny, but I wanted to surprise everybody on the day. And there's a, all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and it's the director. He goes, Jennifer, I don't know if you're familiar with our show. And I go, um, uh, well, I kind of, yeah, well, yes. Well, and he goes, well, you know, these are real people. He goes, it's not a cartoon. I was like, oh my God. He's like, can you take it down a bit? And I was like, I was doing it half speed. I was just marking the lines. You're never even doing the acting that you're going to do in the rehearsal. So all of a sudden, I just, I totally lost my, I was like, oh, I, all of a sudden I felt like I was the worst actress in the world. And apparently he had that same talk with Chaz because we both went out there and we were, you know, all the joy had gone out of the scene. And I was going to do, because I, I'm, our characters are moving to Costa Rica. And so I went with the costume. I said, well, I wanted to to wear an outfit like I thought that they would wear in Costa Rica my hair is just not too bright so we had a tropical dress on and I said can I have a flower in my hair I had a big flower in my hair so we need they go what's the secret what's the surprise I was gonna go we're going to Costa Rica yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but after the director had talked to me I felt like I couldn't say it anymore my big the way I was gonna do it so I go they go so what's the big surprise I'm like well I'm going, I'm going to Costa Rica. <laughs> That's writer's embellishment. I did say a little sprightlier than that. <laughs> I didn't say yeah, 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 which I was really looking forward to saying. <laughs> the fucking scene is awesome anyway. But I'm glad that you enjoyed it, even though I didn't get to do my super exuberant rendition, <laughs> which I still think would have been great. <laughs> but you're fucking great in that. Thank you. I have, uh, I can narrow it down to just one more question about the TV series, but it's a, something I've been thinking about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the show ends, the season ends with uh, Tiffany making a, a really uh, big, bold move and mm-hmm. finally cutting Chucky's head off. Mm-hmm. I think about their relationship, which I think is very emblematic of, uh, you know, toxic relationships. There's yes. this fateful magnetism between them, but they're, it's a cycle of abuse for Tiffy, Tiffany's mm-hmm. character, really. And she finally snaps. And I'm, I'm, I imagine that's very gratifying to viewers who maybe found themselves in those cycles of abuse, for one mm-hmm. thing. But I'm curious how that felt for you, to for the character to finally make that move. 
I actually, I love that scene too. And I felt like it was uh, um, to see like the depths of her emotion and see her that she was sort of a little bit of a victim in her rage. I think she loves him so much and, and hates him so much. They say hate is the flip side of love. They really are a doomed duel. I think she hates him so much because she loves him so much. She can't get, she can't get away from him. And I feel like that's the point where Tiffany is becoming a lot more deranged. Like she's uh, unraveled throughout the, um, where she seems sort of like a logical person. And then she just starts to lose her grip with reality. And I love the the take where when she's got she solved the Chucky thing and that she just flips on a dime and then she's all like super cheerful you know <laughs> like yeah. okay what are we gonna do now you know where she goes what that was an ad lib where I dropped the head and I go mic drop <laughs> <laughs> but then I think that that's also really terrifying is because she's like basically sobbing and spitting snot and sawing off its head and this is a funny thing, like, no, I do not really want to be in the, uh, you know, till four in the morning sawing off a Chucky head and everything like that. So there's a couple of times where they bring in somebody else. They brought in, I you know, one of the ADs had really nice hands and she was the hand double. But I felt like, you see me, I'm like, ah! and then you see the hands going. <laughs> Sign the head off like pink, pink, pink. So the rage in my body didn't match the way that the hand, her hands were taking off the thing. In fact, I almost wished that they would shoot that scene and then the next day, perhaps shoot the, the hand double doing the thing. And even I could say, you know, I would just really be like jagged, like tearing into it, like a, a lion tearing into a good meal. But, you know, nobody noticed that, that but me. And I think there was another time when I had a double who was doubling for, oh, at the very beginning where the they had, they put somebody in a little scarf and it was supposed to be Tiffany planting the doll. I'm like, well, that's not me. It's it's weird because I was like, well, I wouldn't walk, I wouldn't walk that way. And I wouldn't, you know, I would my movements, you know, it's and it's probably I wasn't an actress. I think it was just, you know, like an AD or something like that. So I felt like it was just sort of very pedantic the way that she's like puts the thing on and then she kind of walks away. But nobody else notices that. But then when everyone's like, oh, we have a secret, the woman in the scarf was actually Jennifer Tilly. I was like, well, no, it wasn't. You know, I mean, it's supposed to be, but but that's the thing. I remember I did a movie called, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shadow of the Wolf with Lou Diamond Phillips. And we played two Inuits and he gets, you know, we have, he has this huge battle with a wolf, very, very, um, you know, legend sort of thing. And there's a scene where he's running away or he's tracking the wolf through the, and it's through the frozen tundra and it goes on forever. And I remember he was upset because they used a body double because obviously they don't want Lou Diamond Phillips, who was a big star at the time, you know, running through the all night long in the frozen tundra. So they had somebody to body double and the body double was really exaggerating the limp. And he's like, he's overacting with his foot. He was really unhappy with it. <laughs> so it, you are very territorial about your character and it was strange to see um you know the young Tiffany and that actress was really wonderful and and uh, you know did an amazing job and I loved that she was really skinny I was like oh young Tiffany has a banging body but at the same time you're a little bit like oh 
oh, oh. And I, I was actually surprised how Dawn wrote her so bloodthirsty too. Like I did not know. I thought she stumbled into, she met a bad man who did bad things and sometimes she would do bad things too, but then she'd be really sorry. And the way that Dawn wrote the flashback, she was sort of the instigator. She was super bloodthirsty. So now you have to rearrange what you think about the character, the way you've been playing it for the last 20 years and incorporate into where the character is going. And I think that that's where I started to realize that she really is a little bit um, deranged. She's kind of um, wacky. And she's she's a yeah. yeah, yeah. She's so it yeah. helped me actually watching the young Tiffany scenes. Um, and it helped me see like, oh yeah, she is a sociopath. Like, but you know what? We always make excuses for our characters. We love our characters. We have to. I mean, I'm sure Iago thought he was perfectly justified with the stuff he was doing to Othello. And that's where sometimes it's very hard if you're, I don't know if I could, you know, I'm, I was going to say, I don't know if I could do a lot of acting in the future, but sometimes you get buried so deep in your character, it's hard to climb out. And I think that people need to be very careful playing characters that are like serial murderers or whatever, because you're inviting the darkness in and sometimes it's hard to shake it. That's what we had. We had this conversation with Brad Dorf. He's not mm -hmm. playing any more bad guys because of that reason. Is right. a, a bee in my kitchen and my dog's allergic to bees, so I need to deal with this. Hang on. Run away. Oh, she's so <laughs> cute in her, her salad days. And look how nice her kitchen is where she does her little cooking shows. And it, it seems like that seems like such a cute thing to have a dog and a bee in your kitchen. <laughs> she's still like the cool, the, the cool girl that I want to be. <laughs> Hopefully, if that, uh, if that bee stings her, she'll die in ten minutes. Well, we don't want that. We do. Well, what did you do that. though? Did you get it out of the house? Or? I lost. I lost sight of it. Oh. You guys, I hope we have a scene together. We have to talk to Dom. We all have to have a scene together. I agree. I, I mean, I'm I'm just uh, so excited to just uh, spend time hanging out and going out to eat and yeah. Person, um, Toronto was a lot of fun last time, even though there were all complications that mm -hmm. hopefully will be a little less. We'll be there. We're going to be there in the springtime, which is the yeah. nicest, be most beautiful time. And they have all those great restaurants. And yeah. I'm, I'm just really looking forward to it. I hope you guys will be, I hope we're all going to be in the same place. I'm not going to say the place, but I, I think I am, but I, I love it. Yeah. I'll probably be where I was last time, but we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll be over there. A yeah, lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. All Yay. Right. We should let you, it's been an hour and a half. You've been an unbelievably generous. Oh my gosh, I'm such a generous, uh, but, but you know, I do tend <laughs> to go on. Did I answer all the Chucky related problems? Cause I know we went off and talked there's, about there's, other things. There's others, it doesn't matter. You were we'll, so do another, we'll do another show later, maybe halfway through filming. Amazing. Well, you guys are great, great interviewers. And I love that you're Thank doing you. this and it's such a great service to the fans. And, and you know, maybe some of our conversations will be in Don's monumental Chucky documentary sometime in the future. Maybe. I mean, if nothing else, we get to look back on these someday because these are beautiful times. I'm so thankful that you were able to sit down with us today. I love seeing see you, you guys. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to work. Yeah, yeah. us too. Okay. Okay, Jen, okay. have a great day. Bye, bye. Thank you. See you bye. soon. <laughs> you suck. <laughs>